A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. You know, the weather's getting warmer, so I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually... Actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince. But it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie. Also from Quince. Ooh, mm-hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter toot, or, toot, Kate. or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Hello and welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. My name is Kate Spencer. And my name is Dory Shafrier. Why did I do it that way? Look, I don't know, but you know, I like when you mix it up, Kate. Well, I'm glad, Dory. Look, we got to keep people on their toes. We've been doing this podcast now for almost four years. I know. Oh my gosh. Wow. We're like like seniors. We're seniors. Oh my God. We're about to. It's our senior year. Yeah. It's the senior year at the 9021 episode, senior year. <laughs> year. That was such a wild year on 90210. The Orridge. Don't give me any of that new stuff. Oh, of course. The Orridge. Donna Martin will graduate. And graduate. I mean, and look. Kelly and Dylan get together <laughs> after the Paris trip. I mean, what? We will be hanging out on the steps of the quad. <laughs> that was where all the Brookline High seniors hung out. The steps of the quad. Yeah. Oh, you sound so cool. I mean, look, if you were not a senior, you'd better not even get near that wall, okay? The steps of the... Were people smoking at your high school? You weren't allowed to smoke in the quad, but you could smoke literally like... Two steps um, away. Two steps away from school grounds, yes. So all, oh, there, was nice. a, there was a park across... Like a park and playground across the street from our school, and people oh. would just... 
go i mean the playground was kind of farther back so people weren't like smoking in the playground but people would go across the street and just smoke like on the benches and then there was a back entrance to the school that people would smoke like literally like right outside oh my god 90s high schools 90s high schools man okay well listen uh back to the the podcast that we host (laughs) we're not 2021 Leaving 1996, coming back to the mid-aughts that we're in. Oh, we're not oh, experts. I was, I was already graduated oh. by 96. I was gone. You were in college so. in 96? Yeah, I sure was. I, I graduated was high school in 95. Oh, 1995. God, so cool. We're so old is what we are. But anyway, um, we are also two old friends who like to talk a lot about serums. Indeed we do. Serums from the 90s hit us up. What were you using? Were people using serums in the 90s? I, I can't feel like imagine. No. I don't think so. I mean, maybe some like super in the know, like beauty editors were, but I feel like serum as a word, like serum no. as a beauty word was not something that I, that was like in my vocabulary in the 90s or the aughts. No. For that matter. I- only like around 2012, 13 was I yes. like, what? Same. I don't, I'm, I can't imagine. My mom had like prescription moisturizer from the dermatologist. That's all I remember. Like, I don't remember anything. I don't remember like a cluttered bathroom counter. No. I, don't, I remember the, like we've talked about the Clinique three-step system, which you know, was cleanser, toner, moisturizer. There was no serum. No retinol. No retinol. I mean, I used Retin-A in high school for zits, but... Oh, you did? I did not. I feel like that was not um, something that people who were not adolescents were using. I used... It was just like anoxema, and then I would like wipe my face with Seabreeze. And then I don't think I put moisturizer on unless I was borrowing like my mom's Clinique moisturizer. I think I just was like drying my face like it was a wet countertop. Yeah. And like putting freaking Stridex pads on like our faces, like the goal was for your face to be like a desert. (laughs) Can you imagine if we did this podcast in like 1994? We should do an episode that is just like, you know, those like Twitter accounts that are like tweeting World War Two. We should do, we should do an episode that's like us in 1994. That would be really fun because I would just be spritzing CK1 all over myself. Yeah, that was basically I, it. I mean, I, I I have to like go back and think about what the hell was happening in 1994 in my I, in my bathroom. <laughs> well, I had colored elastics on my braces, like different. I would get like different patterns of elastic colors. Oh did you do wow! That with, yeah, did you do that with braces? I didn't have braces. That's why I'm doing Invisalign now because I didn't oh have braces. God. That was like the coolest part of having braces is you could do like rainbow rubber bands and stuff. Oh, that is fun. Oh, but then you had to like pick in between. I mean, what a life! What a life! Seriously. Well, listen, hey, welcome. This is a mini episode where we hear from you. We also talk about our '90s skincare routines, and we share your comments and thoughts, and we answer your questions to the best of our ability. In Indeed. And please remember, we are podcast hosts, not experts. Maybe experts in the 90s. <laughs> um, but we always encourage you to seek support first and foremost from a medical and or mental health professional as needed. And if you would like to reach us, tell us what you were using on your skin in high school. Just give us your high school skincare routine. And we- 
it can be whether you were in high school in the 90s, the 80s, the aughts, the teens, like the 70s, the 60s, whenever you were in high school. Yeah. Maybe you are in high school right now. Yes. Educate us on what you're doing. But by do by do that by calling our voicemail or texting us at seven eight one five nine one zero three nine zero or emailing us at forever thirty five podcast at gmail dot com. And you can visit our website forever thirty five podcast dot com for links to everything we mentioned on the show. You can follow us on Twitter at forever thirty five pod on Instagram at forever thirty five podcast. Join the forever thirty five Facebook group at facebook dot com slash group slash forever thirty five podcast. The password over there is serums and. We do have a newsletter at forever35podcast.com slash newsletter. The next issue is going out this Thursday. So check your inboxes. And uh, yeah. Can we circle back? Oh, yes. yes. No, go ahead. Circle back. I was just going to say, like, can we circle back also to like perfumes of the 90s? Like, do you remember the Cindy Crawford Little Richard commercial for, I think it was for Charlie by Revlon. Yes, yes, I can like yes. vividly remember Cindy Crawford singing, and she like is pretty tone tone deaf, and like ooh baby, like even perfume was different back then. I don't know. Yeah, what a wild time. Well, you know, I remember. Um, do you remember the advent of Clinique Happy Perfume? Of course, that was like I feel like to me that was the iconic perfume of the 90s. What about Elizabeth Arden Sunflowers? I did not have that, but I had, I'm trying to remember the name. I had a Lancome perfume that I believe is not made anymore. And I'm trying desperately to remember the name. I can picture the bottle. Okay. Okay. Um, wait, no, that wasn't it. I'm looking, I'm looking for it. She's Googling Lancome Perfume 90s right now. Literally, that's literally what I'm Googling. That's also what I just, that's what I just did. Was it Poem? My mom used to wear that. No, it wasn't Poem. Okay. I don't want to take up too much time doing this, but. Okay. Anyway, and of course, the Gap Sense. Oh my God, the Gap Sense and those little silver metal bottles. Yes. And. Iconic. White Musk by the Body Shop, another legend Mm. of 90s perfumes. I did not use that. <gasps> what? I, I I didn't I didn't use legend. No no no. White Musk. A white was Musk. a legend. Was legend, legend is not the name of a movie. <laughs> I was like what? Um, white Musk. No, I did not use it. Was it O? I'm looking at this bottle and it looks familiar, but nope, I still can't find it. Um. Anyway. Well, yeah. I mean, we, there are, we should... I occasionally will smell something and it will bring me back to like a certain specific time. Like this reminds me of like hanging out in front of the movie theater in Cleveland yeah. Circle. You know what I mean? Did you used to hang out in tea stations? That was a thing I did with my friends from like who lived in Newton, Massachusetts. I used to hang out just at the tea station. Like at the tea station? No. Yeah, just like lurking around Newton Newton tea station. We would no? often hang out we would often lurk around the um movie theater. Okay. Like that in was the a big gas, mobile gas station hangar out or two. That was another spot. Oh yeah. Okay. All right. I I do, like, I think I've talked about this on the podcast before, but I can still remember the, like, the excitement and the thrill of buying Debbie Gibson's electric youth perfume with my allowance. It was like mm. $8.95. I had to save up for it. 
And I don't know if that at all resonates with you. I was a huge Debbie Gibson fan. It's the first concert I ever saw. And there was like a pink coil in the middle of the perfume bottle. And like just it felt so exciting. Like it felt so grown up and like living on the fucking edge. I did not <sighs> have that perfume. I'm sorry. I cannot share in this. Well, memory. I'll, I'll wear it when we go to the new kids on the block tour. Oh my gosh. Yes. Which we are attending. Oh yeah. I don't think we've mentioned that we are actually attending this. <laughs> well, because we, we were recording an episode and all of a sudden I hear like beep, bop, boop, bop, beep. And I'm like, Dory, what? It was coming from Dory's computer. And I was like, what is that? And Dory was like, Oh, I'm in the queue for new kids on the block. Tickets. I was like, look, they go on sale at 11. And like, I I mean, I'm sorry to like interrupt our recording, but I no. feel like I must, I yeah. must, uh, you know, procure you the these tickets. Done. Yeah, I did. Ashley, here we come. <laughs> um, anyway, Kate. Yes. Tell me about cleaning your makeup brushes. Oh my God. Okay. Well, you know how. A listener wrote in and was like, are we supposed to be cleaning our makeup brushes? And the yes. obvious answer is yes. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But my answer was like, I've never done that. Uh-huh. Yep. So recently, my daughter and I were at Ulta Beauty, our local Ulta Beauty. And I can't even honestly remember why. Oh, you know why we were there? To for me to buy acetone to take off the remnants of my gel nails. And Mm -hmm. I was standing in the very long line to check out and I passed makeup brush cleaners and I just grabbed one. I was just like, you know, when you're in the line and like, of course, you see everything you see. You're like, I should get this. I should get this. Yes, yes, yes. But I was like, oh, we just talked about this. I'm going to get makeup brush cleaning gel and actually clean my makeup brushes And I did it the other night. I didn't clean all of them, but I have like this main blender brush that I use for everything. And I cleaned it with some of this gel. Mm. It was like watching. It was like when you pop a zit and the satisfaction you feel when you get, you know, like when it's like blue. Watching the makeup go from like not, excuse me, watching the makeup come out of the brush, like the brush, Mm. the bristles are white. Mm. But they, they're beige from all my, you know, foundation-y makeup. Yep. And it just like – the beige just like dribbled out. And now the brush is back oh. to its original color. It was it was wild. That, I was like, oh, I should really have been doing this for the last um, – That is so satisfying. It was very satisfying. So I'll link to this cleansing gel because it was like 6 or $7. It was not expensive and it's a nice okay. good-sized bottle. You did, I didn't need much to wash the brush. It was like one squirt of and rub of the gel – and it was it was a noticeable difference. It was like it was shocking. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm someone who cleans their makeup brushes now. So I'm on another level. <laughs> yeah. I've like I, mean, I don't even know if like I can hang out with you anymore. Yeah, yeah. No, you're gonna be hanging out by the movie theater and I'm gonna be hanging out with people who wash their makeup brushes <laughs> somewhere else. Wow. Okay. I see how it is. <sighs> well, speaking of Massachusetts, your dad is visiting. How's it going? My dad is visiting. Um, it's going well. It's, you know, he got in yesterday afternoon and it's good. It's like, you know, it's, it, it's nice that we are 
in a place where he feels comfortable coming. Mm-hmm. We feel comfortable having a guest who has, you know, just flown in. It's like, it's like making me remember those days of like last summer and fall when like that just, you know, just no one was doing it. We couldn't do it. We didn't see, I didn't see our, my family for quite some time. So yeah, just, you know, just grateful that he's healthy, we're healthy and we can all be together. Mm. Me too. That's wonderful. Seriously, okay. because it you it is even though things do sometimes feel so devastating still and frustrating. Like last October was tough. That was yeah. a tough. That was tough. We were like really in it. Things mm-hmm. were surging. Mm-hmm. We were doing home learning. And I hadn't seen yeah. yeah like and I, I remember like hall you know because Halloween is coming up and yes we yes, tried to yes. do like all these in your car Halloween activities which was like very nice and I'm glad we did it but it also just still felt sad and yeah yeah I do remember that <sighs> I know I'm so I'm so grateful that you get to spend time with your dad thank you you know I'm gonna okay. call my dad and be like where are you man get out oh. <laughs> Get over here, Get out Dad. Here. Get that booster shot and come out and visit me. <laughs> Big. Oh, gosh. Okay. Well, look, let us take a break and be right back with some listener emails, texts, voicemails, the whole shebang. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic, intelligent people on this podcast. But I don't know, maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper. Mm, I'd love to go deeper. We like to go deep. And that's not only possible with today's sponsor, but also easy to accomplish on Masterclass. Every year I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass. But this year I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now, they dissect issues women face in the U.S. and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in women and gender studies in college. So this is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, even if you're like, this is the first time I'm hearing those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes, Get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be redefining feminism with Gloria Steinem. It can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio. It can be learning to cook Indian food or designing a space that you love. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master like negotiation 
with Chris Voss, or Think Like a Boss with Martha Stewart, or maybe Capture Your Vision Through Photography with Petra Collins. Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with the world's best. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. It is. And I feel like also with summer just come more social events, there's weddings, there's nights out, it's vacations. I mean, like all the things happening in summer. And what I love is that Honey Love has just the right thing for all those events. Feel comfortable and confident this summer with Honey Love's best-selling Superpower Short. The Superpower Short smooth shapes and lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak. I wear that thing every day. I do too. Uh, It's my favorite Honey Love piece. Let me let me just tell you why. Yeah, get oh, into okay, it. Okay, do you want to tell me why? <laughs> no, no, I was just going to say like I I I don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it like the event is every day of my life. Yes, that's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires and just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, "Oh god, like get this off of me." <laughs> No, thank once you. Once you once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like, no, not yep. going back. You see also, how it like, could be. Yes. Also, like summer sweat under those underwires is like, ugh, the worst. Now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got what? to tell you. Okay. Yeah. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from mm. quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from quince. Ooh, mm-hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter toot, or, toot, Kate. or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and 
so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. So, Dory, we've received a really interesting question that is geared towards my life experiences, but also seeking your thoughts. Oh, boy. All right. Here we go. My mom was killed in an accident when I was 22. Um, I'm 30 now, and my dad got remarried a few years ago in 2017. Um, so listening this summer to the pod with Kate, uh, visiting her family in New Hampshire, um, just hearing Kate talk about the fact that she was visiting her dad and stepmom, I had the same thoughts, you know, every time she said the word stepmom, um, I'm wondering as an adult, when your dad got married, remarried, um, how you chose to call his wife stepmom, um, I mean, I have so many nosy questions. Like, is she, do your kids consider her your grand, her, their grandmother? Um, I, I just, in my life, I have no desire or interest in a relationship with my dad's wife other than, you know, with her as my dad's wife. Um, she came into my life when I was an adult. Um, there's no particular reason I, you know, feel like I need a close relationship with this person. And I'm, I'm not someone who tries to make, who tries to sort of, who feels like I need to be close to everyone in my life. Um, and so my dad's wife, for example, has a daughter and my dad calls her daughter's daughter, um, my niece sometimes and texts. And I really bristle at that. Um, I have only met this person once um, in my life. You know, I had never been to, I did not go to this person's wedding. I did not go to their baby shower. I live 500 miles away and I just have a very different, I think, life and values uh, from these people. Um, And I'm just curious, I guess, what stepmother means to you, to other listeners, um, I kind of worry like my sociopath for not feeling I need a relationship with, you know, these people. Um, it's something I've talked about with uh, my therapist from time to time, but I really just have the conviction that I am not obligated to be close to these people. And the only, you know, motivating factor I would have is fear of not being liked, which is not um, a way to live my life. I'm not going to let that lead any decisions or anyway, it's kind of a lot. Um, 
I would love to hear listener thoughts, Kate thoughts, story thoughts, any good thoughts about these kinds of things. Oh boy. There is a lot to work through here. Yeah. I mean, I'll let you take the lead on this one. Well, I first want to just acknowledge the pain and grief that this listener has experienced and is continuing to experience. Losing a parent is, I don't want to say it's just the tip of the iceberg, but it's a massive trauma that then sets off further traumas. And I, you know, and it, it changes the trajectory of everything in your life, no matter what the relationship was with that parent. I had a really good relationship with my mom. Other people have very toxic relationships with their moms. It doesn't make the grief easier or harder either way. It's all a shit show. And what I hear, listener, and you didn't say this, so I might be projecting. I could be way off base. But what I wonder in the under, in the, if, like in the underlying question is, are you afraid of your mom being erased? And are you feeling protective of her and her memory? And are you feeling like you, in this, like I have felt this way, but not realized I've been feeling this way. And look, I wrote a whole book about this if you ever want to like dig into my own psychological journey losing my mom. But I went through some stuff where like after in therapy, I was like, oh, I think I'm just angry that my mom is not like, I'm afraid people aren't going to like remember her, her or like they're not respecting her. And I have to be the one to like withhold this boundary. Because... I mean, to answer your question about my stepmother, my dad and my stepmom started dating about a year after my mom died. That was very hard for me. I was like, I was very, and I was devastated when my dad started dating, but I also understood it as an intellectual person, but also it's easier to understand than to like, so, and some people are totally cool with it, but for me, it was hard. Um, but I call my stepmom my stepmom because I don't, that's just the easiest word. I mean, I could say like my dad and his wife or like, you know, I could also say that, but it's just as easy to call her my stepmom. I don't have an attachment to the word and I don't, it doesn't to me, she doesn't, it doesn't replace my mom and she doesn't replace my mom. I really lucked out in the stepmom department and my stepmom is, I mean, she's wonderful and she's great about coexisting with the memory of my mom in a way that like I think she's like the example of like grace and also like selfish like a confidence in self like she is so gr like gracious about just sharing space with my mom's memory there are still photos of my mom we talk about my mom we can joke and laugh and remember her and she's she like is, knows all my mom's family like she's just kind of like you know a real gem and yes, my kids do call, know that she is their grandmother, but they also know that my mom is their grandmother. And my husband's mom is dead, and he has a stepmother. And they also know that she is their grandmother, and that they also have another grandmother who's not alive. So, you know, I incorporate all of them. But for, you know, all intents and purposes, my stepmom and my mother-in-law are their, they are grandmothers. They are amazing with my kids. I mean, they're just, I could cry talking about it. So. As for do you, you do whatever you want. 
But I do, I don't think you have to be best friends with these people. But I do think it is, it is something to think about. Do you want to have a cordial and respectful relationships with them? Because in doing so, I think it is, it is respecting the relationship that your father has with these people. And that in a way is paying, is honoring and nurturing the relationship you have with your dad. And that was a hard thing I had to work through where it was like, my dad wants to be with this person. My dad's in love and he has every right to be. And am I going to, am I going to support him? And then take my grief and sadness and anger and express it, you know, like I can still have those things. That's all still valid. It's all still valid for you to feel. But can you also find a way to have whatever a relationship looks like to you with these people? Again, you don't have to be best friends. You don't have to like buy them holiday presents. If these people are not like hurting you in any way, perhaps your world can become brighter like by by opening it up to more people. They are not nobody is ever going to replace your mom. Ever. And you're not going to let that happen. I might cry. I feel really cryy Aww. all of a sudden. It's just so hard and I I can like hear the the pain in this person's voice yeah. and I understand it and it shit takes a long time. I mean the first time I met my stepmom, I thought I was going to throw up. I like bought a whole new outfit. Not to like impress, and then I found out she was nervous. You know that my dad was like, "Oh well, she," and I hadn't even thought about her feelings. You know, like I was like, "Oh, she's fine." No, she was nervous. Anyway, I've said too much, but did any of that sound like an answer to this person's question, Dory? Yes, I mean, okay. I com- I completely agree with you. I think there was a lot of subtext and undercurrents running through that voicemail that made me sad um and i you know i think you're of course you're right like this person doesn't have to have any sort of relationship um and i don't think that makes listener i don't think that makes you a sociopath no not at all um but i guess i would just like gently challenge you to think about like what what do you lose by not allowing yourself to be open to the prospect of a relationship with this person? And what do you lose in your relationship with your dad? So, I, I mean, I have not been through this. And so I defer to Kate's wisdom and ex- oh, yes. unfortunate expertise on this topic. <laughs> um, but I will say that I picked up on you know, everything that Kate was mentioning. Um, and I sense a lot of sadness and, and anger. Um, and so I hope that you can find peace in, you know, whatever you decide to do. Yeah. And it never goes away. You know, I've been talking to a friend today who also lost their mom like 13 years ago. My mom died 14 years ago. And I'm still like, I still on a daily basis, I'm like mad about my kids. Like, you know, oh my God, the other day, my eight-year-old was like, do you think, she was like, do you think Martha would have liked me? That's my mom. I almost do now. I'm really going to cry. I almost, I was like, oh my God, of course. But like, 
that's such a grief that I carry with me, you know, that yeah. my, but, but on the same token, I'm so glad my kids have my stepmom. Yeah. You know, but oof, yeah. boy, that was a killer. So it never goes away. <sighs> yeah, that was rough. That was a rough one. What if also I had been like, definitely not. What if I had fucked with my, like, <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> no, I'm just. I'm trying to make. I'm trying to. Not yes. No. No. I, I, I'm crying. Yes. But, of course. Uh. It, yeah. It's hard. It's never easy. It's never going to be easy. And I just. Uh, I see you. Oof. <sighs> I'm glad we got that question though. I heard that voice memo and I was like, "Oh, baby." Yeah. This is a rough one. This is tough. Been there. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's change gears. Okay. Oh, but also I would say, Dory, I would be interested in hearing from step-parents on this, like people who are step-parents. Mm, because yeah. as mentioned, like that was not a point of view I considered. I never – it took me a long time to take my stepmom's life experiences in this yes. situation into consideration. And especially step-parents to people whose parents have died. Yeah. And adults like yeah. coming in and I was like a salty 29-year-old. Yes, yes, yes. That's, I also that's just a- like – Really want to say my stepmom has a baby again. Oh, unrelated, but she's got just saying she is a sun protector. She is so good about it. Okay. 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 Text message. I started a new job and I'm struggling a lot. I'm essentially the marketing person at a university and my employers are well-meaning, but they're also theater professors who don't understand marketing and the scope of my job is unrealistically broad and unsustainable. Excuse me. This is why the person before me left. Do I really need to wait a year before applying for something else? I was in my last role for almost a decade, so I'm hoping I wouldn't appear as a job hopper if I was to leave earlier. On the one hand, I know this is an opportunity to create order out of the chaos and to rise above the challenge, or excuse me, and to rise to the challenge. On the other hand, I miss being on a functional and thriving team. Thoughts? Well, first... The, the first thing I would say is like we're in the midst of a seismic shift, I would say, in the labor market. Um, people are quitting jobs left and right. I don't think anyone would like look askance at you leaving a job before a year was up, especially in this job market, which is the first thing. The second thing I would say is like, do you think this is salvageable? Like, do you, th- is there a world where you have a real, like, come to Jesus conversation with your employers and you're like, look, this is not sustainable. This is why the person before me left. If you want to keep me, this is what you're going to have to do, whether it's hire another person, change the scope of your job, et cetera, and like see how they respond. So you might want to like give them that opportunity if you feel like this is something that you want to potentially salvage. For yourself, not because you feel like you should stay. And then, so I would say, if you don't want to do that, then go, go forth and find a new job. Um, if you do want to do that, I would say give yourself a, an out, like a, t- give yourself a time limit and say, whether you articulate that to them or you don't, maybe it's three months, maybe it's six months. And then if things don't get better in that time, bye bye. Bye bye. Life is too short. Like we don't need to waste our time on jobs where we are not appreciated and um nurtured and, you know, given opportunities for growth and life is too short. What Dory said. I also think like 
our generation and the generations behind us, this whole idea of like being a job hopper is a bad thing does not exist to millennials and Generation Z. I don't think so. Totally. It still is lingering in Gen X because that is how we were conditioned. Yes. But the people coming behind us story, this is not, I don't think this is a negative quality. And I remember once I was so miserable in a job. I was having panic attacks every day and not sleeping. And I was like so worried about quitting. And my dad was like, I forget the example that he gave me, but he was like, this guy, like, I know, like, this, this guy got like a CEO position of like a massive corporation, like Coca Cola, and he left after two weeks to go take another job. Like, it's fine if you, the production associate, hits the road. And I was like, and, he, oh, and the other thing my dad told me that has really stuck with me, he was like, they would fire, they would lay you off in two seconds without like worrying about any of this shit. So you can, like, it's a transactional relationship here. You don't actually mm-hmm. owe them anything. You know, like think about it that way. They can lay you off at any time. Yeah. So if it is not working for you and they can't meet your demands, then you give them your notice and you hit the road as long yep. as that financially works for you. Yep. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <sighs> let's take a break and then we've got two voicemails, shall we? Okay. Yeah, okay. let's do it. You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad, they're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering creppiness, Dory. Mm. Okay. Which is okay. I know. Visible on my <sighs> neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, OneSkin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like crappiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel. I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, Mm. refreshed. They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting-edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their Mm -hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage. You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here Mm -hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, our hands, we're driving. That sun is coming at us at all times. OneSkin believes the purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. OneSkin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at OneSkin.co. That's 15% off OneSkin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. All right, we are back. Mm-hmm. Here is a voicemail for you, Kate. Mm-hmm. Hi, guys. It's Katie Shinden, and I had to pause the pod. So exciting because Kate, 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 you just referred to yourself. You said, I write romance. You were talking about... um things you read and you're looking for a new book and you said you read lots of romance. And I just was so happy to hear you say, I write romance. Right? You are, you are an author of romance novels. And that just made me feel really happy to hear you acknowledge that. And none of this just podcast hosts that we used to do, the self-deprecating stuff of the past. You write romance. Love ya. <laughs> Our life coach called in I with know. a message to not just me, I would say to all of us. Um, Katie, I should say, is a longtime egghead also and Forever 35 listener and wonderful human. So thank you, Katie, yeah. for calling in. Yeah. And thank you for believing in me, Katie. It makes me feel good. Well, let's hear another voicemail. Hey, Kate and Dory. Um, I think I just butt dialed you for about 20 seconds, which I have no idea because I haven't called in recently or texted recently, but, you know, I just had to follow up and leave a real voicemail that it just like brought so much joy to my day that I'm at the grocery store at Hy-Vee and I saw I was butt dialing you of all people. So I hope you're having a great day. It is finally fall in Kansas City and I'm going to go make a dope ass chicken wild rice soup recipe. Have a good day. Bye. They did butt dial us. It was about a 20-second butt dial. I listened to the whole thing. And can you just call back or email us with the recipe for that soup? Oh, yeah. Doesn't that sound good? A dope-ass wild rice chicken soup? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Can you please provide? That would be amazing. Thank you for calling. I just thought this was a real treat of a message. (sighs) Thank you, listener. Well, look, as usual, we've gone on a journey from starting talking about Dory hanging out at a movie theater as a teen to me crying to now ending on a butt dial. We've done it all. We have really run the gamut. Thank you all so much for listening. We will talk to you later.